Hi, I'm Steve, and this is the Train Professionals Podcast. playback of the show you are able to listen to the show live on wdom 91.3 province college radio the train professional show on the radio fx app and if you are listening live you are able to listen as in podcast form uh i'd like to apologize because last week i could not get out the podcast uh there were some technical difficulties with me converting it from a dot wave to a mp3 and then after that i pretty much was i was so confused as to what the problem was um, my converter just wasn't working so uh a whole bunch of audio stuff but uh, pretty much um i apologize and i will try to get it up again one last time and if it doesn't work and i'm sorry the last we show is lost but the live listeners heard it um it was actually a lot of stuff that was really cool on that show especially with uh, nfl free agency which has slowed down a little um as we kind of segue into our first topic which is football uh that that sport where you have the oblong ball you kick it around and uh and there, there's some other details to it i guess but <laughs> anyways um so let me go over some news with it um i've kind of just been reading off the news recently um yeah i mean actually i really don't think there's anything oh um oh <laughs> this is huge how, how could i forget this um okay uh breaking news well I mean, you should have heard about it by now. This is, it's, it was huge. Tyreek Hill traded to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think the last piece of news I announced was Taron Armstead signed was signed by the Dolphins. But, um, yeah, I mean, there everybody's seen the memes about it. It was like. Uh, especially with the Will Smith Oscar thing last night. Like, everybody was like... Uh, I think one of them was like... Will Smith was uh, the Chiefs, and then Tyreek Hill was Chris Rock, and then the hand was uh, him asking for more money or something like that. But... Um, and uh, Actually, no. I'm not doing it justice. I need to pull this up. Um, but... As I'm pulling this up, yes, Tyreek Hill was traded to the Dolphins for an absolute steal. Um, I'll pull that up after I'm done pulling this up. Yeah, I mean, Hill, elite receiver, deserved every bit of money that he got afterwards. Um, uh, huh, I guess I just can't find it. Oh, wait, here we go. Um, here we go. Let's see. Nope. Never mind. I can't find it. But anyways, um, I'm pulling up the trade details right now. I think it was like a first and then like maybe like two thirds or something like that. Something ridiculous. But um, yeah, I mean, like what what Miami is doing is pretty much what uh, Buffalo did with Josh Allen. And they're singling out Tua as the sort of... Um, uh, what, what is it? Um, variable in the offense. So everything else is stacked around him, maybe except running back. But he's got a good offensive line now. He's got two good elite receivers in Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That might be the best receiving core in the entire NFL. 
Uh, I thought it was Buffalo before, but now with Hill and Waddle on the same team, they're both fast. They both have good hands. Um, they're not the tallest receivers, so you're not going to get very, very many 50-50 balls. But the thing is, they're so fast, you're going to be able to outrun the coverage anyway, so it doesn't really matter that much. And... Tua has no more excuses this season. It is his third season in the NFL, so that is when Josh Allen broke out. Um, Once again, I was saying Miami based this completely off of Buffalo. There is a coaching change. um, So I I think that that the coaching change, which came to Miami in the form of, I think it's Mike McDaniel is his name, offense coordinator for the 49ers um, is a good one for Tua for him to develop and to have a stable offensive plan in Miami uh, as opposed to him having no confidence backing him with Brian Flores there. Uh, I, that's a whole other can of worms with Brian Flores. But um, good on you, Miami, for doing that. Um, I was very unhappy as Bills fans to hear about that news. Honestly, I wanted the Bills to do it. Like, might as well just pull the trigger on him. Imagine having Stefan Diggs and Tyreek Hill in the same offense. Uh, they did not have the cap space for that whatsoever, though. Dude, I cannot find these trade details for it at all. Um, yeah, I think it was like a first, like only one first round pick. And then um, the contract that he signed immediately after, like literally I'm looking at the NFL Instagram right now. Um, that's the next piece of news right after he was traded. He got the big contract that he was looking for that the Chiefs wouldn't give him because... Uh, Patrick Mahomes takes up like a lot of that cap space with $50 million a year going to him for like 10 years. Um, so three years, $75 million worth every single penny. Um, if not more, he's getting paid less than Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, um, entirely deserving of the contract that he got, but Tyreek Hill, I think he might even be better. I mean, you're not going to find elite speed like that anywhere. So, uh, especially combined with the receiving talent that he has. Um, Okay, so that was kind of the biggest piece of news um, out of the way. <laughs> I think, like, he had a press conference. It was between the Jets and Miami. when, Like, I remember when the rumors came out. I posted immediately right on the story. Uh, speaking of the story, if you haven't already, follow TPP Sports on Instagram um, for daily sports updates on the story. So... Uh, I saw the rumors. It was from, I think, Uncovered NFL uh, on Instagram. And then right after, it was a massive bomb. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is huge. Like, that's the um, – but, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. We've been talking about Tyreek Hill for enough time. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, it was between uh, New York and Miami, and then it was like – he was saying, like, where was I going to go? Uh, the Jets. And <laughs> anyways, um, okay. Alert, uh, Patriots signing Malcolm Butler to a two-year deal. Um, to be honest, I don't actually know that much about the Patriots. I kind of stopped paying attention to them. Uh, Mac Jones is the only thing I know about them, but I think they're an irrelevant team at this point. I mean, is that is that a hot take? Anyways, um, moving on from that, yeah, I mean, he's going home to where it all started. You know, obviously he's the hero, I think, of Super Bowl forty-eight. was it? Um, yeah, I think it was Super Bowl Forty Eight against the Seahawks. Obviously, everybody knows Seahawks should have run on the one-yard line with the best running back in the league, and they decided to throw it and pick. So, um, 
He's coming back. Uh, decent player for the Titans, CB2, um, next to Dory Jackson. So, I don't even know who the other cornerback is. Oh, J.C. Jackson was it for – is he the J.C. Jackson replacement? Because if that's the case, uh, New England, that is not a replacement. That is a sad excuse for one if you think it is one. But, um, yeah, those are like the only pieces of news, I think, in the NFL. Oh, um, Chiefs replaced pretty much Tyreek Hill with Mario Valdez Scantling. Um, interesting story about him. He was cut from his high school football team, and now look at him. He's signing a three-year, $30 million deal. $10 million a year for Mario Valdez Scantling. I mean, he's good. Is Juju expected to take over as the number one spot pretty much now? So, I don't know. Oh, here we go. Uh, Chiefs signed Ronald Jones. Uh, what's the deal? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um... Plan to sign Ronald Jones to one-year deal. I don't mind that. Is CEH a bust? That's a, that's the question that comes up with that. Um, I think that for what he is, I uh, that's no one expected elite athleticism out of CEH. They expected production, and that's pretty much what he's got given you. Like every time he's able to get the football, he's able to get you production. You're never gonna see the flash plays, but he will consistently get you four yards because his two elite traits are contact balance and vision. So, um, if you wanted anything else as a Chiefs fan, then you are sorely mistaken. But Ronald Jones kind of adds that little lightning in the in the jar. Uh, to that running game. So um, you could have two running backs set with them and then not knowing what they're doing. But, yeah, you could get Ronald Jones on the screen game and he could completely bust up the field. That's what uh, the quick passes out were kind of what got Mahomes out of the slump last year. The screen game um, with Hill where they just threw it to him and he got blocked and he would just run. But, yeah, that, I mean, if you get those, you get a rhythm going for your quarterback. So, um, but, yeah, something like that for Jones is probably what the role is going to be um and then let's see is there any other pieces of news um no i really don't think so i think that is it i mean what could i do right now honestly um i didn't really have much of a plan for the show but what i could do right now is do a top 10 quarterbacks list i think that's pretty interesting right would you agree that is that interesting what? Top 10 quarterbacks list. Yeah. I think mine is I think mine is going to be a controversial list, I would say. Really? I would say so, yeah. What's your list? Well, hang on. Let me, well, should I do it off the top of my head? Here, I'll look up starting quarterbacks last year, and then I can get it in my head so that I don't miss anybody accidentally. I don't mean don't to. Don't turn this mic on. No. You, you want to get on the air? Which one is this one anyways? Um, it's the last one. This no, one here? No, 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 no. See? You said it was the last one. Wait, which one? Yes. Um, all right. Yes. Uh, Emily is live on the air right now if you're listening Hi, to the podcast. So you can listen to her wonderful voice if you tune in live. Um, you can yeah. maybe hear her kind of in the background of the podcast. But... Um, Let's see. My starting quarterback. I just had a question if you had a phone charger because my phone died. That, that's what you get out of the studio. No, no. Like I get actually out. also want to talk about sports. No, you don't. I have great insight on sports. Big Pats fan. Um. Okay. Thank you. That's that's all I needed to hear. That's that's it. All right. Cool. So um, I'm looking at a comprehensive list right now. 
Okay. Hmm. Wow. This is this is a tough list. Okay. Um. So at the end of the season right now, um, there are various important baselines that you have to establish for being a top ten quarterback right now. That is what the what that is what it's going to be. It's going to be the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL right now, not based on oh. not based on past performance or like career performance. It's right now who's the hottest quarterback going into the next going into next season. Pretty oh, much. I thought it was like your favorite. My favorite. Just well, we like, could do that. No. I mean, I mean. I think we all know. I think I, I think my favorite might be number one on the list right now. Really? I think he outplayed Patrick Mahomes in that game, and he just got unlucky. Oh, definitely. Definitely, you think so? Yeah. Are you lying? That also, I, I don't like Patrick Mahomes, but I think like, I don't think he's a good player. So we put so Aaron Rodgers won the MVP, but that's the MVP for the regular season. We're going to talk about the best quarterback in the NFL right now, who has to be Josh Allen. I, I, I. Who do you who are you going to put above him? Tom Brady. He choked a lot in the playoffs too. I mean, yeah, but he almost had a comeback too. He's going to be high on my list too. Right now, he's still good. Um, No, I'm expecting. I can't I can't expect a drop off this season. I talked about this in like the first episode. Like I can't expect a drop off from this season. But he he was hot, I would say. But yeah, I mean I'm gonna put Josh Allen at number one. Um cry about it, say I'm biased. You're from, biased. Thank You're you. Biased. Thank, thanks for that. Um okay. okay. Number two. Who are we gonna go to? Um Oh, oh. Of course, Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think I'm I gonna bet, put Joe yeah. Burrow there at number two. Hottest quarterbacks right now. I mean, he had he had a hot streak in the playoffs. Um, I mean, if he can carry that momentum going into next season, he could win the entire division for the Bengals. Um, kind of shakes things up with Sean Watson entering that division, but um, still waiting for the NFL's decision on whether or not they want to suspend him for any games. So, uh, any game that Deshaun Watson doesn't play in for the Cleveland Browns is a loss in my book for them. Uh, no matter who they're going against. They just do not have the roster to uh, win with without him. So um, I think Deshaun Watson's an incredible quarterback, though. But, yeah, number two, Joe Burrow. Um, number three, I'll give it to Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady was hot going into the end of the season. And you are a Patriots fan, and he decided to leave. Um. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, so Tom Brady, yeah, he got hot. He almost he almost won that game against the Rams, um, but Cooper Cup kind of put the Rams on his back and just decided to win the game for them. Um, number four, uh, shoot, I'll give it to Mahomes. He choked at the end too, um, but yeah, he. I I mean, he's still good. Like, I don't like him very much. For obvious reasons, but uh, yeah, I'll put him at number four. And uh, by the way, being top four in the league is still pretty impressive. So if anyone's going to say that slander, then I don't want to hear it. Okay, uh, number four or number five. You're throwing me off. You're throwing off my sorry, mojo. Sorry, sorry. Uh, number five is going I to banter. Sorry. Oh, okay. You uh, can fully turn off my mic, but you're choosing not to. So. 
could do that. I'm too nice. Number five, Aaron Rodgers, um, MVP winner. Like I said, he really choked in the playoffs, like really choked. But that's for him every single year. I mean, he still gets hot like every single beginning of every single season. So now he's at number five. After week one, he could very well be hop up to number one. I, I mean, if we're talking about the best quarterbacks in the league right now, then like, yeah, at the time after week one, he could be the best one. So um, I don't know. I mean, Oh, and then, all right, number six, uh, uh, I haven't seen Deshaun Watson play in a couple of years, but I might give it to him. I might. Let's see. Um, yeah, all right, I'll give it to Watson at number six. Um, Watson has been, you know, incredible in his past career. Um, if it just wasn't for the allegations against him, then he would still be an incredible quarterback. Um so, yeah, I mean, yeah, number six, Deshaun Watson. Like I said, he could – Cleveland could win with him. Um, I'm surprised that he wanted to go to Cleveland. I would have wanted to go anywhere else besides there. Eagles. Eagles would have been a cool place for him to go, but um, NFC just can't do anything. All right, uh, number seven. Let's see. Who am I going to give this to? I don't want to give it to him. You know what? I'll give it to uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, look at the way he was playing all of last year. Um, and just, he, no, he definitely uh, deserved to make the playoffs. Just unfortunate that he didn't. Um, but it's the way the cookie crumbles. And he will get his moment this year, I'm pretty sure. I mean, with that elite defense they have now, um, I think he can be good. Um, definitely reminds me of Josh Allen. Has Josh Allen potential, possibly? But. Let's be real here. No one can be as good as Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> that was a little bit biased, what I just said there. A little bit? A little bit. Um, what did I just say? Number seven? That was number seven? That was number seven. Yeah, number okay. Eight. Number eight? Hmm. <sighs> Hot in the league. Matt Stafford. Yeah, I'll give it to him. He led the league in interceptions last year. That's the only thing that's holding me back. But we know what Matt Stafford is. I mean... He's, uh, I mean, he's good enough to win a Super Bowl. We saw that. Kirk Cousins is not good enough to win a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford is. And I'd say that, like, Matt Stafford is still going to be a good quarterback next year. So, um, top 10 in my book. I mean, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. How can you not have him at top 10? Uh, wins are not a quarterback stat, although they play, they have a, um, what's the word for it? It's not a majority. It's a, um, a large percentage over winning or over uh, something. You know what I'm saying? No. Not a majority. It's like a... I I don't know. But um, they have a large percentage over um, a football team winning a football game normally. So... Yeah. Football team winning a football game. Yeah, I mean, they have a large effect over it, but it's not... The the stat should not entirely be attributed to them. Um, Okay. Um, let's see. Hot quarterbacks. Hot quarterbacks. Okay, so I said number eight, Matt Stafford. Number nine. This is tough. This is tough. It's getting tough right now. Um, I will give it to... Not Kyler Murray. He's not top ten right now. Um, I'll give it to Derek Carr. Why not? Derek Carr was playing lights out all of last season. I think he was he was a top ten quarterback. It might not show in stats, but like 
I think the way he was playing was really good. So, and with Adams, I want to see what this looks like. Can we get back? There was conversations a few years ago that Carr could have been MVP. Can we get those conversations back? Possibly. I don't know. And then number 10, um, you know what? Fine. Uh, I'll put Lamar Jackson there. I think he's better than Kyler Murray, but um, abysmal season last season for him with injuries and everything like that. I want to see what he can do. Um just I, I mean there's he get that man gets so much slander. I don't know. And then just missed the list. Um maybe Kyler Murray. Maybe. He was still terrible. <laughs> like it, I can't I can't get that playoff performance out of my head against the Rams. Um just missed the list. Maybe Kyler Murray. Maybe <sighs> who else maybe missed the list? I don't know. Drew Locke? No, I'm kidding. Um yeah, Kyler Murray just missed the list. And then Ryan Tannehill without Derrick Henry was really playing well um, until the playoff game. So, um, yeah, that's – I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up, right? Yeah. All right, cool. That is going to wrap it up for football. When we come back, I will hit you with some hockey. get into the hockey okay so let's see let's see let's see um last week was the big trade deadline for hockey i kind of covered all of the trades so i feel bad that i couldn't get the episode once again i'm going to try again at the end of this uh along with uploading this one of course if you're listening to it right now on the playback version um so okay Let's see. All right, this was starting. Uh, oh, uh, the Evagini uh, Dadnov news. I mean, obviously, like he was. Uh, um, no, that was that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> that that was so funny. Um, they traded him, and then he had a no trade clause, and then they were like, "Oh, we accept you back. We made a mistake. I'm very sorry." Um. Okay. Um. Let's see. Roman Josie's 50 points in 32 games since January 1st ranks number one in the entire league. It is truly remarkable the amount of defense been putting up insane numbers this season. Um, true that. I mean, uh, hats off to him. Um, defensemen in today's NHL need to be able to score and assist. Um, that is seen with pretty much every top defenseman that is drafted. Um, you also need to be able to play defense, of course. But, yeah, they want defenders that can hop up to the blue line and not sit back and just wait until the offensive possession is over. They want you to really be pushing play from the back. So um, you can see that with this. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really cool, actually. Um, offensive defensemen are some of my favorite, like, players to watch, like Rasmus Dahlin or like, Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr is, like, the perfect example of that. Or uh, Adam Fox. Um, incredible stuff from them. Um Okay, let's see. Okay, guys, let's go. Um, let's see. Uh, Maple Leafs versus Boston is the first round started today. That was both of those were six days ago, so those both might have changed. But um, 
Let's see. Oh, uh, Britt Howden stretchered off the ice after scary collision. Um, too many stretchers this season. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, that's what it looks like a lot of the times is them getting plowed into the board. Um, there, it's it's nearly every week. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, prayers up for him. Um, oh, that's what I should have started this with. Um, rest in peace to Eugene Melnick, uh, owner of the Ottawa Senators, um, age 62. Um, he had a battle with illness, so, um, yeah, rest in peace to him. Okay, um, now we can get another hockey news. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Evigeny <laughs> dad not scores in first game since Vegas tried to trade him to get rid of him. I think it was a game winner, too. Uh, he scored a game winner, so that's incredible. Um, oh, Canadians and uh, Coyotes officially eliminated from contention at this point. Um, I wonder who's going to get the first overall pick. I probably going to be Canadians. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Tough scenes in both those places. Um that now scores Vegas's biggest goal of the season. Yeah, it was against the uh, Blackhawks. That was a huge game that week, this week, uh, this past week. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, that's that's a fun fact. Uh, San Jose is 28-28-8 and eight overall. Uh, 14-14-4 versus the East and 14-14-4 versus the West. Um, that's, that, I mean, that's pretty, <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay. Oh, um... Nicholas Backstrom gets his uh, 1,000th goal. It was cool to see because it was at home, and so all the fans brought apples, and they threw apples. Not real apples, like uh, rubber apples. Um, onto the ice, you know, representing, you know, 1,000 points uh, assists, you know, because he always gives an apple to uh, Ovi to snipe that right in with his elite slap shot. Um, Sabres lost to the Capitals in a shootout. That's just rough. Um Shout out to Tom. He was the one who actually texted me. Um, if you're an OG, you should know this. Uh, if you're listening to playback, um, Tom was the original uh, co-host with me on this show. Um, fortunately, he's all the way in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm up here at Providence, Rhode Island, so wouldn't really work. And also, I think he's probably asleep right now at one in the morning. Maybe he's not. I could text him right now and see what's up with him. But. Um, yeah, just unfortunate. Can't really get him on the show, but um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> uh, I posted this in my story. Uh, it just didn't seem right. Mark Andre Fleury on potentially joining Washington. Um, he would never go there. It, he was, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 at the same time, Pittsburgh gave you up for nothing in the draft. And, like, look, you just got traded for a first-round pick, and they didn't think you were worth that. I mean, obviously, they should have protected Crosby and Malkin, but, like, they couldn't have protected you also. I mean, I don't know. There was, I think that he should have been protected. But, I mean, that wasn't that controversial decision then when Vegas was doing the expansion draft. But still, I think that you have no loyalty to Pittsburgh at this point. So I don't get the whole Washington slander thing. Um, okay. McKinnon gets in a fight. That was fun to watch. I put that on the story. Um, 98 points. Zuccarello's 82-game pace. Wow. Um, that's really good. <laughs> Matt Zuccarello is having a incredible season he's 34 years old i didn't even know that um wow he's like i feel like he's one of those guys that you just kind of don't realize how old they are um but yeah um let's see 
trying to see. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the news. Oh, <laughs> Brendan Smith fights Tom Wilson a month after fracturing his skull. Um, that's tough stuff. Um, Tage Thompson breaks his stick on the game-winning goal. That was tonight, actually, Sabres versus the uh, Blackhawks. They were down 4-0, to came back and won the thing on the craziest goal I've ever seen. But, um, yeah, uh, Coyotes eliminated from the playoffs. That was 9 out of 10 seasons they've been eliminated. Uh, not as bad as the Sabres because Sabres haven't made it in the past 10. So, um, okay, cool. Um, okay, I think that uh, that's all pretty much the news. That was all from NHL Breakers on Instagram. I can go through the uh, rankings pretty quick, but you could do the same. Um, main things, um, we're approaching sort of the end of the season. Uh, there's another month about, I think, left until hockey playoffs. Um, so we'll see the beginning of it, but yeah, um... It's the teams that pretty much everybody expected going into it. Um, except Canadians had huge fall off after making the Stanley Cup last season. But um, let's see now. Early predictions for my Stanley Cup winner: uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm kidding. Uh, no, that, that that was a joke. I'm kidding. Please don't burn me at the stake. Um, shout out to Ronnie, uh, my friend. She's a Maple Leafs fan. Um, terrible lot in life. I'm sorry, Ronnie. But, um, yeah, I'm not sorry, though. You decided to be a Leafs fan. She's from New York. I don't know why she decided to be a Leafs fan. But she also likes the Hurricanes. Um, I mean, I, I don't blame her. Hurricanes are a cool team to like. Um, I don't know. What should I talk about? I mean, I have some time left in the hockey section, right? I mean, I've been talking for like 10 minutes. Um, let's see. What are my favorite hockey teams right now in hockey? I'll talk about that. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Um, number one has got to be the Sabres, obviously. I love the Sabres. Um, actually, I'm pretty excited about our future. Uh, I could talk about it extensively, but Peyton Krabs looking pretty nice. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That was a nice little pickup from, from Jack Eichel. Also, Alex Tuck. I mean, he's been producing. And Tage Thompson put him at center. Okay, I'll stop talking about it. But, um, okay, favorite teams to watch slash favorite teams of mine in hockey. I could talk about least favorite teams. Capitals, number one. <laughs> um, Bruins, number two. Or Leafs. Leafs, Bruins, and Capitals. That's not in any particular order. I just do not like those three teams. Okay. Um, let's see. Favorite teams. I like the Wild right now, especially with Flurry. I mean, I wouldn't mind them winning the whole entire thing. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they have the depth to do it. They have good depth, but I don't think they have enough of a complete team to win it like Tampa Bay does. Uh, like, uh, oh, Edmonton. I love watching Edmonton, obviously, with McDavid on it. Um, Calgary. I didn't I, – I mean, Calgary has kind of been like – the sort of wasteland for hockey like for a while like no one wants to go to Calgary but now they kind of built something like low key like I didn't see him coming uh, I don't know how many people did see him coming but um, Matthew Tuck uh, pretty good up there um, Elias Lindholm he's been good for a while so I mean yeah they, they have good players but I didn't expect them to put it all together um yeah, I mean, they're fun to watch, too. That's the thing. Um, Vegas, dangerously close to not making the playoffs right now. But um, if they could put it all together, um, especially with Eichel now, I think they shouldn't be in that much trouble. But barely hanging out for a wild card spot. 
Um, okay. So favorite teams to watch. Yeah, I would say Minnesota, uh, Edmonton, pretty much the entire Pacific Division, um, or at least the leaders, uh, Calgary, Kings, and Edmonton. Uh, Kings, once again, I think this has got to be like their last push for it, right? Um, I guess the Ducks are fun to watch with Trevor Zegers on their team. So, yeah. Um, Sabres, I just love watching the Sabres, especially when they get a nice win. Florida Panthers, those guys are fun to watch. Oh, my gosh. They really put it all together, but they don't have a future right now. Um, same with Tampa Bay. I think they kind of just threw it all away. But Carolina, um, probably, you know what? I think, let me let me put my stamp on it. Uh, I've kind of been putting it up in the air. Favorite team to watch in hockey has got to be the Hurricanes. Those guys can play hockey like no other. They really have a complete team. Um, seems like they put it all together, so um, good for them. Um, definitely think they have a bright future. Um, I think that's going to do it for the hockey section. Um, next, we are going to be talking... Oh. Jeez, my bad. That was my shoe. Um, next, we're going to be talking some baseball, so stay tuned. Let's get into some baseball. Um, not too much stuff going on, once again. Um, opening day is going to be in a week, I think. Um, just about. Uh, next Thursday is going to be opening day, so cool stuff. Mark your calendars. Um, if you have a fantasy baseball draft, make sure to remember that I'm the manager of one. So uh, that just reminded me I have to text the group chat pretty soon and remind everybody, hey, draft is going to be in a week. Um, so, I mean, there was some news. Um, if you would just give me, like, one second, I could probably find it. Um... All right. Albert Pujols goes back to um, St. Louis. I'd say that's probably the biggest piece of news. And he also retired. Er, he also announced that he is going to retire after this season is over. Um, so he's going to end it at home, which is very cool. Um, as a St. Louis fan, it really brings a tear to your eye. If I, if I were them, I would be very happy. But, um, Okay. Uh, this was one week ago. Um, I think I read that. Uh, Blue Jays signed Matt Chapman to a two-year, $25 million extension. Um, once again, you didn't hear the podcast last week, so um, I'm repeating it probably, but uh, yeah. Um, good stuff. Um, all right. New York Yankees preparing to offer Judge an extension. I don't think that's happened yet, so um, yeah. And by the way, in case you couldn't hear, um, I'm sniffling and my allergies are starting to catch up to me, even though it is 25 degrees out right now. It makes no sense. Um, my pollen allergies baffle me every single spring. Um, it's officially spring now, which is kind of crazy. Um, let's see. Um, oh. Andrew Miller retires. I put this up on the story. Um, incredible pitching career. Um, there was a time in which he was borderline unhittable on. So, I mean, that incredible career from him. Um, yeah, he was... I mean, I mean he... I mean, the pitchers, if you have a prime where you're like basically unhittable on, and he had his for three years, I think that's an incredible career. So... Um, yeah, I mean, good stuff. Incredible reliever. Um, okay, cool. 
Oh, um, Dodgers signed Dave Roberts to a three-year extension. Why not? He's been a good manager. Um, team's been doing well under him. Won the World Series with them. So, good stuff um, for them. Okay. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks signing Cattell Marte to a five-year, $76 million extension. Way to keep a star on your team. Do something else now. I mean, have you heard about the Diamondbacks doing anything in free agency? No. So they just spent a lot of money on a star. He's pretty much their best hitter. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, um, it's just, like, Diamondbacks confuse me. They don't have a plan, I don't think. Uh, Same with the Rockies, but they're a whole entirely different situation. That's not from ineptitude. That is from greed, I think. Um, So, yeah, I mean... Here, I can read a couple of these. These are pretty cool. Um, MLB Fox did a poll. Um, They think that the uh, National League Cy Young winner is going to be uh, Max Fried. So um, that surprised me a little bit. Max Fried is a good pitcher. Um, Is he good enough to win the Cy Young for the National League? I don't know. But American League is pretty stacked. uh, And they had Garrett Cole winning that. Um, has the Grom won a Cy Young yet? I'm gonna sound really stupid. Um, I think he has. Um, let's see. Yeah, he won it twice for the NL. I I don't know why they have Freed winning it over Degrom for the NL, but um, I guess because they Max Freed hasn't won it yet. But yeah, um, Degrom is incredible. Um. <sighs> I'm speaking of unhittable, yeah, DeGrom. Um, and then for MVP, they have uh, Vlad Guerrero winning it for the American League over um, Shohei. I mean, he, I mean, Shohei won it this year over Vlad, even though Vlad deserved it. Any other year, I think Vlad would have won it. But, um, and then for the NL, they have um, Ronald Acuna winning it, um, power hitter. Um, power hitters are both of them are power hitters, and so power hitters are more likely to get MVP awards than somebody like, um, dude. How can I not think of somebody who hits for average uh, right now? Um, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Anyways, um, yeah, you're always gonna see those nukes, uh, the home runs numbers, and you're gonna be impressed. So, oh, Bobuchet, there we go. He hits for average normally, but he still hits dingers. Um, all right, let's see. Um, ooh, this is an interesting stat. 2021 leaders at bat per home run. Um, Fernando Tatis leads. No, he doesn't. I was lying. Uh, top five. So Salvador Perez is number one at twelve point nine. Home runs at bats. Uh, home runs forty eight at bats six hundred twenty. Uh, Vlad Guerrero is second at twelve point six. Um, home runs forty eight at bats six hundred four. Um, let's see. Joey Votto is third. Home runs thirty six at bats four hundred forty eight. Shohei Otani is fourth uh, with 11.7 home runs, 46 at-bats, 537, along with his pitching. Um, that can't be emphasized enough. And Fernando Tatis is fifth with 11.4 with 42 home runs and 478 at-bats. So, um, I mean, I don't know. 
Let's see. I'm looking at this title comment right now. I know y'all hate the Royals and everything, but they winning 19-5 and five in spring training. Give some love to them this year, please. And we'll be on facts commented back, Cap. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe they could be good. I don't, I don't think. I, I didn't think anything particularly of them. But, yeah, um, spring training's going well. I mean, it's a lot of fun watching them. Uh, it's kind of like preseason for NFL. It's kind of hard to, you know, talk about it too much. But um, expectations going into the season, I guess, is the main thing I talk about for baseball. Um, I did talk about that with the MVPs and the Cy Young winners, but um, who is going to win the World Series this year? I mean, you got to say the Dodgers, right? Uh, just look at their lineup. I mean, it's kind of unfair, but yeah, it's it's crazy. But um, let's see. Who else? I mean, I want to see what the Mets are going to do this year because um, their offense just... Could, and their offense and their defense just couldn't line up exactly. Like, uh, I mean, they they had good numbers. Uh, if you want to watch a video about that, um, go to Foolish Baseball and watch one of their videos um, on uh, the Mets this past season. Um, they had a good offensive season. I know it's surprising the most. I mean, look at the numbers. I don't have them up right now. Once again, watch the video. But... Um, yeah, it, it was just – it was unlucky. Once again, Mets, Mets are going to Met. But they have Scherzer now, and um, they also have uh, – what's his name? Um, but, yeah, I mean, their pitching core is good now, so maybe they could do something, and maybe injuries won't inflict them once again. But, um, yeah, uh, anything else to talk about with baseball? I mean, I could do a fantasy baseball mock draft next time. Um but yeah, um, cool stuff. I'm excited for fantasy baseball. I love watching pitchers pitch. Um, so yeah, um, I think that is it for baseball.